Hey, everybody. Welcome back to another episode of the Train Hard and Recover Smart podcast. I'm your host, Thomas Flanagan. And today we're diving deep into a topic that challenges our perception of success. We're exploring why I want you to fail in your goals, why I firmly believe that that traditional definition of success might not align with your with your true purpose. So let's dismantle a powerful myth together. You see, I can't determine your success any more than I can breathe for you. Success isn't universal. It's deeply personal. Your dreams, aspirations, and desires are uniquely yours. What defines success for me might vastly different from what defines it for you. And here's a kicker. Society and the government often have their own agendas, attempting to mold us into their versions of success, which more often than not contradicts our authentic selves. So today I've broken up uh, today's podcast into four different segments. Okay. Uh, I did this because then if you need to step away or take a break, you know, again, it's in the four spots. And it's, you know, again, my podcasts aren't that long, so we'll keep it rolling. So the first segment we're going to go over is the illusion of one size fits all. Then we're going to talk about the power of individuality, resisting society and government control, and then embracing failure as a stepping stone. All right. So let's get right into this. So again, the first part, uh, the illusion of one size fits all for success. Think about it. From a young age, we were bombarded with society's ideas of what success should look like. Finish school, get a stable job, buy a house, and live a life of luxury. That's the narrative we often hear. But what if your dreams don't align with this narrative? What if your passions lead you down a different, unconventional path? Society's expectations are often unrealistic and limiting. They attempt to force us into molds that might not resonate with our true selves. The pressure to conform can stifle creativity, hinder personal growth, growth, and obscure the unique qualities that make us who we are. It's like, it's like trying to fit a square peg into a round hole. It simply doesn't work. And in the process, we lose parts of ourselves. Moreover, these expectations aren't just confined to our personal lives. The workplace, too, you know, it's rifled uh, with society pressures, climbing the corporate ladder, earning a certain income, achieving professional recognition, are foreseen as benchmarks of success. What if your passion lies in art and helping others or in entrepreneurship? Pursuing your true calling might not align with these predefined standards, leading to feelings of inadequacy and failure. The pressure doesn't stop at the workplace either. Family and peers with best intentions might impose their own versions of success upon us. The expectations often rooted in their own experiences and beliefs can unknowingly steer us away from our authentic goals, leaving us torn between following our hearts or meeting the expectations of our loved ones. But here's the truth. Success isn't one size fits all. Okay. It can't be forced upon us, and it certainly can't be defined by someone else's standards. So again, in this next segment, we're going to explore how embracing your individuality and resisting the social pressures can pave the way for your for authentic success. Remember, your journey is yours alone, and breaking free from these illusions is the first step toward defining your own path to fulfillment. So that was the first se- first first segment, the illusion that everything fit every size 
Uh, success is one one size fits all. But again, if you if you look at it, yeah, we're bombarded from an early age. You know, we, we we've got to do this. We've got to do that. There is no other way around it. Okay. So now we're going to get into the power of individuality. Embracing in your individuality isn't just a choice. It's a revolutionary act. It's about acknowledging that your dreams, your passion, and your versions of success are not bound by the expectations of others. Your journey, your goals, your desire to, desires are valid, regardless of whether they align with the mainstream narrative or not. Picture this. Your version of success might mean having a cozy home, a place where you can find solace and warmth. It could be a fulfilling career where you're not just a cog in the wheel, but integral part of something meaningful. Perhaps it's the freedom to explore the world, to learn, to grow, and to connect with diverse cultures and experiences. Or maybe it's simply the joy of spending quality time with loved ones, cherishing the moments that truly matter. Your passions may might lead you down unconventional paths. That's more than okay. It's extraordinary. Whether you find fulfillment in creative endeavors and nurturing others and exploring the wonders of nature or in building something from scratch, your uniqueness is your superpower. Society might tell you that your dreams are too big, too different, or too unattainable. But if you're here, here's the truth. Your dreams are valid precisely because they're yours. Embracing your individuality means honoring your authentic self. Even if it means standing apart from the crowd, it's about pursuing your passions with unwavering determination. Okay, and it doesn't matter if it if they align with society norms or not. You know, I urge you to unapologetically embrace your dreams, your quirks, and your passions. Your your individuality isn't a flaw; it's your greatest asset. It's the key to unlocking your true potential and living a life that's authentically yours. So as we continue this journey together, remember, your version of success is, writ is written in the unique code of your individuality. Don't just embrace it, celebrate it. Your dreams matter, your passions matter, you matter. Stay tuned for the next, uh, you know, we're, as we finish up this segment here, and as we move on, we're going to dive deeper in how and how to break away from or, you know, resist the social and the government control. So that wraps up the, the second part, the power of individuality. And let me tell you, when, when I, when I first got out of, out of high school, I tried college, wasn't working out. And then, you know, I had to find college money because my mom couldn't afford to send both me and my sister to school at the same time or college at the same time. So I joined the Marine Corps and that was a good fact. Everybody was happy about that. I did that, you know, but then when I got out and granted, I got out about five to seven years before I planned on um, when I decided to do my own thing and, you know, open my own business and work for myself and all this other stuff, everybody told me it wouldn't work. It would fail. And trust me, I have my own theories behind, you know, behind it. You know, everybody said, oh, just go get a civilian job. 
working for the government, doing the same stuff that you were just doing. Sorry, Apollo decides when he when and when he doesn't want to uh, make noise. And right now he wants to make noise because, you know, he's not getting full attention. But again, let's let's. But when I got out, everybody was like, oh, get a civilian job doing the same stuff you were doing. No. You know, I don't I didn't want that. I wanted to have some freedom and some flexibility. But I also thought I was going to get some help along the way, but I didn't. But that's another story. I think I've gone over all that. But I, I wanted to when I got out, I wanted to help others. I wanted to do things, something that was fun, something that, you know, I could, you know, see the benefits of what I was doing and how I was helping others. But everybody didn't like it. I'm still doing it. Still doing it. Here I am on a podcast, sharing knowledge and doing everything like that. Trust me, I have my the people behind me telling me, oh, why are you doing it? Well, because I want to. Okay. So let's let's get right into uh resistance, social, and government control. Let's start by understanding the mechanisms of control. Society with its norms and expectations can create an invisible cage. Tells us how we should look, what career paths we should pursue, and what milestones we should achieve by specific ages. Similarly, the government, through policies and regulations, can sometimes limit our choices, making it harder to carve out the life we truly desire. But here's the empowering truth. Their control over, over us is only as strong as we allow it to be. So in this, in this segment, we're going to delve into the art of resistance. We're exploring how nurturing your mental and physical strength becomes your shield against external pressures, allowing you to live the life, live life on your own terms. First and foremost, it's essential to strengthen your mental resilience. Society's judgments and government policies can be daunting. But by cultivating a strong, positive mindset, you build on internal you build an internal fortress. Surround yourself with positivity. Be, be it through uplifting relationship, empowering literature, or mind, mindfulness practices. By nurturing your mental health, you gain the clarity and confidence needed to resist external pressures. Physical strength, too, plays a pivotal role. Exercise isn't just about sculpting your body. It's about building endurance and discipline. When you push your physical boundaries, you're not just improving your health. You're, pro pro you're proving to yourself that you are capable of overcoming challenges. This newfound physical strength translates into mental fortitude, making it easier to stand tall against society and government expectations. Additionally, education becomes a powerful weapon. Knowledge equips you with the ability to discern between social norms and your authentic desires. By understanding your rights, questioning norms, and staying informed, you empower yourself to make decisions that align with your values and aspirations. Lastly, community support is an invaluable. So surround yourself with like-minded individuals who celebrate your uniqueness. Together, you can amplify your voices, challenge the status quo, and create a supportive network that reinforces your courage to resist external forces. So this this part here um, kind of feeds into what I've been talking about for the last two weeks. You know, this week here, I, I talked all if you follow me on social media. You know, I talked all about how 
I wanted you to fail. And um, the week before, I talked about a support network. Sorry. Um, and then the week before I talked about your support network. So that's where those two, these two pieces, you know, fit in, fit together. You surround yourself with, with positive people, like-minded people, you will succeed. Okay. And by, by going after what you deem to be success, you know, separates you from what the society norms and the government agendas. Okay. So, again, remember, remember this. You're not a product of society's mold, nor are you a pawn in the government's game. By nurturing your mental and physical strength and during educating yourself and finding solidarity within your community, you gain the power to resist, to redefine, and to live life on your terms. Like I was just saying, you know, build a solid support network. Go after what you deem to be success, not what I tell you is success. You know, go after what you think your success should be. So, as we finish up that section of resisting this society and government control, now I want to talk about embracing failure as a stepping stone. Okay. Now, this fourth segment of the of this episode. We confront an often feared yet profoundly liberating aspect of life, failure. Today, where I'm going to unravel the truth, failure, far from being the end, is a fundamental and essential part of the journey. It's the raw material from which you can which you can craft profound personal growth and self-discovery. So let's address the elephant in the room, the fear of failure. Society often portrays failure as the ultimate defeat, a mark of inadequacy. But here's the reality. Conventional failure, as perceived by social standards, isn't a dead end. Instead, it's, the, it's a crossroads, a pivot point in our lives where we have the opportunity to reassess, reflect, and recalibrate our path. The discomfort of not meeting society's expectations, the rawness of falling short, and what propels us towards self-discovery, it forces us to question the norms, to challenge the predefined path, and to search our own search for our own truth. In these moments of vulnerability, we find our deepest strengths. It's amidst these struggles that our resilience, determination, and creativity come to the forefront. So, in this segment, we're going to delve deep into the the, the power of failure. It's not about celebrating mistakes; it's about recognizing invaluable lessons that come within. Each setback is a teacher, often offering insight to our limitations, our fear, fears, and our unexplored potentials. When we face failure head on, we open the door to self-awareness and personal growth. Failure in its rawest form becomes a catalyst for profound change. It teaches us resilience, encouraging us to rise each time we fall. It nurtures humility, reminding us that we are human, prone to errors, and that it's okay not to have all the answers. Most importantly, it fuels innovation, inspiring us to think differently, to explore uncharted territories, and to uncover solutions we might 
never have considered in the absence of failure. Embracing failure doesn't mean, mean glorifying. It means acknowledging it as an integral part of our journey, as a stepping stone to more authentic and fulfilling life. It's about learning to see failures not as obstacles, but as opportunities for growth. Understanding that every setback is a setup for a comeback. That there is one of the hardest ones for us to grasp. And trust me, I just recently had grasped last year, uh, closed down um, a business I started in my garage, you know, and it grew and it got really good. And then it had, then we shut it down. And I saw it as a failure at first. I was, I was devastated when I had to close those doors and, and I was done. I was. But after taking some time, I saw it as an opportunity. Yes, I learned all this stuff in the, what was it, 14, eight, in the eight years that I had, that we ran, that it was open, that I learned so much that I saw it, again, as a failure in the beginning, but then it was an opportunity to take everything that I've just learned and now switch. You know, as most of you know in the fitness fitness industry, online fitness is the new, new crave. Um, and I saw it when I closed down the fitness center, I saw it as an opportunity to really push forward with the online online stuff. It's a great opportunity for both the client and for the trainer. You know, online fitness is, is it's more cost. You get more bang for your buck. You don't have to worry about meeting somebody at the gym all the time, but you still get the trainer that yells at you. You don't go do your workout. Um, you, you get more things, you know, one on with my one-on-one -on -one training. All you get is that hour, hour, half hour training session. Nothing, nothing more. With my online training, you get as many workouts as you want a week. I track your macros. I give you lifestyle stuff. I check in with you twice a week. Uh, you know, and and you get more. Instead of just getting, we'll say, 12 hours of me a month for anywhere between eight to a thousand dollars for 12 sessions, you know, you could get a full 12 week program that gives you nutrition, lifestyle, workouts, check-ins, everything. You can get the whole 12 week program for 800 or less. So again, I saw that as a stepping stone to the online stuff. It gives me more freedom to do more stuff, to explore, to branch out, to do podcasts, to have a supplement line, to write eBooks. You know, it opened up doors for me to explore out and to do other things, but I still can take care of my clients. So again, don't glorify failure, but embrace it, learn from it, use it as a stepping stone to the next, next, uh, the next one, okay? So as we conclude this deep dive into our perception of success and failure, remember this. I want you to fail in the goals that aren't truly yours. I want you to shatter the mold, redefine your path. Your worth is, de 
isn't determined by someone else's yardstick. It's defined by your authenticity, your passions, and your unwavering pursuit of what truly fulfills you. I really mean that, you know, I really mean that. And I want to, I'm going to read that again. I want you to fail in the goals that aren't truly yours. I want you to shatter the mold, redefine your path. Your worth isn't determined by someone else's yardstick. It's defined by your authenticity, your passions, and your unwavering pursuit of what truly fulfills you. Thank you for joining me in this illuminating episode of the Train Hard, Recover Smart podcast. Again, stay true to yourself. Keep defining your own success. Remember, your journey is uniquely yours. You know, as I always ask, if you donate to the show, we give all the donations out to veteran organizations to help veterans in needs in need. Um, and as always, train hard, recover smart, and always work to be better than you were yesterday. So until next week, talk to you guys later.